Welcome to the Voyage LA podcast, where we interview the brightest and most inspiring entrepreneurs, artists, and creatives from in and around the LA area. Our host, Madison, is hosting a panel with a few of our content partners, and content partners help Voyage in so many ways, from sponsoring our mission, spreading the word about the work that we do, and collaborating with us on content like this. And so with no further ado, here's Madison. Hi, everyone. My name is Madison. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of our Voyage podcast, talking about all things singing and songwriting and just your journey to music in general. I'm excited to learn more from each of the three of you. We've got uh, three very talented individuals here with me today, and let's kick it off with some introductions. Hi, I'm Hollis Morissette. I live in Los Angeles, California. I am a singer and songwriter producer. Um, former model and an actor and also a former Mr. United States pageant title holder. Awesome. Hi, I am Kay Soul. I am a singer songwriter from Chicago, now living in Atlanta, and I make music to heal the soul. Beautiful. Hi, I'm Nicole Dela Cruz. I'm a singer songwriter, actress, filmmaker, and TikTok content creator. I make comedy and music sketches on my TikTok platform, and I am the CEO of my own film production company, Rain Productions. Wonderful. Well, I, I'm so excited to learn more from each of you. Selfishly, the the music episodes are always my favorite because I I learn so much from them. I just I'm always writing notes down afterwards, but. Um, Let's jump right in. Have you all been called to this sort of career? Is this something you've known you've wanted to do forever? Is this kind of a newer thing? What has that entrepreneurial journey looked like for each of you? And whoever wants to go first, feel free to to jump right in. Well, I think for me, it was something that started as a kid, you know, music, writing poetry, singing, that has always been um, a passion of mine. It's something I always wanted to do. And about 10 years ago, after a close friend of mine passed, I decided that it was something that I couldn't no longer just kind of do off to the side. And so I decided to make it my full time goal. And I believe I'm called for from God to do this work. That's awesome. I have always been surrounded by music. Um, My mom is a professional violinist, so I kind of grew up surrounded by music. Um, And, you know, she taught me a little bit of piano. She taught me a little bit of violin, but it was like around seven years old where I kind of found singing as like my true passion. And by the time I was nine, she was like, well, if you're really serious about this, we're going to put you in singing lessons and everything kind of just went from there. That's awesome. For me, it's also been since I was a kid. Um, I wrote my first song when I was in the fourth grade. Um, I was in a little group as well. So I started, I kind of got forced into singing, even though I've always loved it. Um, but I guess with my talent, it's a God-given talent. And for me, I was kind of pushed into doing it. And I really loved it. And I kept going with it. Um, and then just all the way through up until now, I've just been writing and singing and releasing music. That's wonderful. Well, in in talking about songwriting, this is not something I am familiar with. I have never written a song. I don't even know what that that process looks like at all. So I'm excited to learn more about the songwriting aspect of things. But I've heard that it's it's often described as something that's really personal. I imagine it's also quite an emotional process. How do you draw inspiration for your songs and what techniques do you use to translate your emotions into powerful lyrics or melodies? 
Okay, I will speak on it first. Yeah, I know it's I, it's a loaded um, question. <laughs> no, yeah. I I've always when they asked you in um school, like what do you want to be when you grow up? The first thing I said was like an author. And I translate that to both songwriting, script writing, just everything in general. And I treat songs like it's a story. Um, I think the best most powerful lyrics are when you can actually visually see like the lyrics in your mind. Mm. Um, And I like to start writing with no melody. I like, I just, I write it like it's a poem basically. Um, Even if some of the words don't fit like modern music, I can change them later, but I'm just getting the flow of like what I want to emotionally portray Um, and where inspiration comes from. I'm a big observer of just the world in general and of stories that I've heard from people that I know, or maybe strangers. Um, So a lot of my early songs actually came from other people's stories that I was putting kind of their emotions into. And then my own, like if I was in that situation, how would I react? Um, But now, now I have more songs that are just personally a hundred percent like my own um, stories, but yeah, it's interesting because I don't know if people really think about it, but you can write about other people too um, and just get their story as well. That's interesting. Yeah. I can definitely relate to the visual aspect of it, of having to kind of picture what that story is. Um, I write a lot of music, Uh, That's very personal to me. You know, even if it is observation, it's usually observations of people or things that are closely related, you know, to what I've seen. Um, And it can start from anywhere. Poem, as you stated, it can be just a voice note. I have a quick thought in the car like, oh, that that might be a nice hook or something. And develop it from there. But it truly is a process. Yeah, I would have to agree. It's a it's a process. It's an emotional one. Um, it's a lot of emotions that go into it, um, whether it be, you know, good emotions or you have sad emotions. I sing about love and pain. So a lot of my music comes from my journal entries um, and personal experiences as well. Um, I'm really good at taking, even if it's um, something that I've gone through with a friend, I'm able to take those emotions and put them into a song, but I'm able to spin it. So that way it doesn't just relate to someone with a friendship that maybe it didn't go well. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the listeners, they hear it from a relationship place, yeah. but I'm speaking from a friendship place. So therefore I like to be very diverse. Yeah. Um, so that way everyone can relate, but I understand the message. So it's kind of like a message within a message. Mm-hmm. And then also a lot of my lyrics do come to me in my dreams as well. So uh, there are a lot of times I get up at three or four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, nope, I got to write that down. Like for whatever reason, it comes to me in my dream. And I'm like, I, I have to wake up. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. I don't ever remember my dreams at all. So the fact that you can wake up and, and write that down is fantastic. So tell me about more of the the technical side of that, like putting a melody to it, finding a beat. What What does that process look like? It's a process. Um, I what I do is I I buy my beats and I own all the rights to my music. Mm. Uh, and so what I do is I go through and I pick what I like, and immediately either you know the hook might come to me, or I might not know the lyrics, or the chorus might come to me first, or I, even sometimes just the the title of the song will come, and I'll write from there. Mm. And then what happens is I have um. Like when I go into the studio, I have my engineer, my mixer, um, we break everything down. So all of the beats that I own 
they are original, but in my songs, they sound different. Like they still kind of sound the same, but they sound different. Either I do a higher pitch or a lower pitch. I add things in there, different instruments, take things out. And I'm basically reconstructing everything to like make it brand new all over again. Mm -hmm. So it is a process, but um, it's a fun process. And that's where the producing comes in because I'm able to really make it my own. Yeah, that's cool. So I like kind of like Hollis, um, sometimes it's a title. I just have a really, really good title. And then from there, I like make a chorus and then I write the rest of the song and then I go to the melody. Um, But I actually right now I'm studying audio engineering and production. So I um, for the I'm currently working on my debut album. So right now, how my process is going is after I've created the lyrics and the melody, I'm kind of making my own um, tracks, laying down my own tracks. Um, cause my genre, I don't know if I said it before, it's like pop mixed with a little rock and R and B. So, you know, I have to kind of do that from scratch. And so, um, I, my, my four singles that I have released, I worked on it with a amazing, an amazing producer. His name is Peter Roberts. Um, and so I'm thinking of working with him again on this current album that I'm working on. Um, but because I want to put a little more me into it and because I'm studying like how to make the tracks, um, I'm that's kind of how my process is right now. I'm making my own tracks, laying them down, and then I'm going to like um, collaborate with him so he can, you know, add his own experience and input because obviously he's more experienced in that area than I am. Yeah. But, you know, it's a way to get my own sound, like more of my own sound in there instead of just like him. It's more of a collaboration. Definitely. Um, I can I can echo, you know, a lot of what they said. I love to demo. You know, I love the studio. I have my home set up. So sometimes I'm going in there and I'm like, I'm already having an idea. And other times, um, you know, I'm just kind of humming and singing and, you know, seeing what sticks and what feels good. Um, I have two producers that I work with out of Chicago. We've been working together for the last several years. So um, they're very intricate in helping me develop my sound. I'll send them ideas and then they'll kind of start to build things around. And we just kind of go back and forth until it feels real good to us. And then we send it off to the engineer. That's awesome. Well, Nicole, you you just talked a little bit about collaboration, and that's a really great segue into my next question. Um, how do you all approach working with other artists or creatives or producers or writers? And what are the benefits to having collaboration in music? I know, Nicole, you said like having that additional advanced level of expertise, but what are the benefits of collaborating in this industry? I just think it always helps with having that extra ear of trusted ears of people you trust. I mean, it's cool to share with like friends or family, but you really need like those professional experienced ears to say, yeah. hey, yeah, maybe this sounds good or yeah, that, you know, so the I unbiased I third party. <laughs> yeah. so, kind of like iron sharpens iron. So yeah. it's always cool to work with other artists that are serious about their craft. Yeah. Another thing too is, it, you have somebody to bounce ideas off of. And when you bounce those ideas off of, you get like new inspiration. So if you're just working by yourself, talking to the wall in your room, <laughs> yep. um, you're not, it's not going to talk back to you. So you're not really going to get any, all the inspiration that you're going to get is what you already were thinking. But say um, Hollis says something like, oh, what if this happened? Like, that'd be really cool. And then it makes me think of another idea. So mm -hmm. stuff like that, it just, I just think it 
it takes the project to a different level instead of just keeping it where it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would have to agree with um, both of them. Um, I think with collaborations, um, I, I'm very big on two or more heads or better than one. Yeah. Because, you know, your music is great individually. Yes, it really is. But we live in a world where we're created for togetherness. And so when you have a song or an album or whatever, you know, when you add other artists to that, it really makes the music live because then, you know, you you have, oh, you have a song that comes out and then you'll say, oh, this is my favorite artist. Oh my gosh, they have this person on that track. They have that person on that track. And it gets people really excited because when you have all of that coming together, then you have, you know, you make magic happen. Yeah. Um, and I just think collaborations are key because they actually make your music grow even more and make you grow as an artist and get you out of your comfort zone. And also um, you're bringing diversities, you know, and bringing them all together. Like if someone does R&B, but then you want to have someone who does rap and you put them together, great. Or someone might do rock and country, rock and R&B. I don't know. But I'm just saying it all works and it makes everything great. Definitely. Well, the the music industry is constantly changing. There's always new technologies and softwares and and all different things. I feel like it's it's changing every single day. How have you each been able to adapt to the rapid changes in the music industry and what strategies do you use to stay relevant and connected with your audience in today's digital age? So this one I like to speak on a lot. Um TikTok is the, I mean, music is the reason I started my TikTok um, platform because I wanted to stay relevant and that's where people were going. And I think in 2020, so many different people were saying, oh, like strangers, like, oh, you're a singer songwriter. You should get on TikTok. Yep. I don't know. I was hearing it everywhere. So in February of 2021, I said, okay, well, I'm going to start doing something. So I, I ended up starting just like talking face to face to the camera, like really engaging with people, telling them stories or thoughts that I had, um, just getting my fans to know me, yeah, basically. And then once I hit around 10,000 followers, I was like, well, I kind of have always wanted to do like comedy sketches. That's kind of more the acting side, but that's kind of like, you know, it's all it's all combined. It's all art. And so that's where I was like, I've always wanted to do that on YouTube, but it's a lot harder because you need a team because the production quality is different. So I said, well, let me try this on TikTok where I can use like the green screen effect and just do it. I'm not going to lie. Most of my TikToks were made in my bathroom in my LA apartment <laughs> because that's where the best lighting was. That's yep. just how it was. And there. Um, yeah, for sure. And so that's where I did most of my TikToks. And once I started like changing that and going into that kind of like comedy drama kind of niche i saw like a rapid like increase of followers i think i went from like twenty thousand to forty thousand in like three days and i was like okay uh, this is this is working <laughs> and eventually like you know you're as an artist you're creating a brand for yourself and so even if it's not necessarily music people are vibing with you and then when you have music coming out down the line they're going to be like oh yeah i like her work in this area so i totally want to like check out her music and i've already started to see that because in november i did like a test run for my album release i was i was asking them do you would you want to see me go on tour and what cities would you want me to go to and i made like a, a google form to see what people's responses would be and i actually got a lot more responses than i thought and i was like okay so this is this is something that i can 
use, which was my intention going into creating the TikTok in the first place. But that's how I, that's my way of staying relevant with the times, I guess. Yeah, that's amazing. I'll definitely have to check out more of your TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Go on tour. If you come to Dallas, please let me know. I awesome. will be there. I'll take your photos. It'll be great. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I agree. Um, you have to keep up with the times, you know, with TikTok. Um, I I I make TikToks, but not to that extent. Like I need to get, you know, I need to do more of it, but I think just with digital wise, you have to keep up with the times because that's where everything is now. Everything is social media, whether it be YouTube, Instagram, you know, Twitter, whatever. Um, You know, it's just like back in the day when they had, you know, records, like record players. Um, And then you had people and they moved into cassette tapes and then CDs. And then now everything is streaming on, you know, these platforms now. And those people have to adapt. The people who were making music back when CDs were a big thing, now they have to like, you know, do a whole streaming service thing. You know, you have to be able to adapt. And I think just as an artist, you have to grow, but then you have to also grow with the world. So I think TikTok is a great platform to put to, you know, have your music out there, YouTube, Instagram, wherever people are flocking towards for that audience. I think that's where you should be, you know, moving towards to stay relevant, like you said, because, you know, your fans need you and they want to be able to have access to you, but you can't be stuck back there (laughs) where they're not going to find you. Right. Right. Well, (laughs) that's a hard one for me. I have to be honest. I'm a bit of an introvert. I really don't care for (laughs) a lot of the features of social media. Um, I do it. Yes. Because as they've stated, you know, it's very necessary. You really can't say you're building a brand or anything nowadays without having some sort of social media presence. Um, But I will say that I still balance that a lot with just being out, networking, going to events, open mics, award shows, because I still think that there's a lot of viability in that face-to-face. And what I found for me is that that's what helps me build my socials, being out at the intro. Oh, let's follow you on Instagram or let's stay yeah. connected on Facebook. So yeah. that's kind of how I'm doing it. I know it may be a little dated, um, but it's a little more comfortable for me. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, whatever works for you. Like I, I tell my clients at the agency all the time, if you really can't stand TikTok and it is, you know, the bane of your existence and you wake up in the middle of the night stressed about making a video, you don't have to be on there if you don't want to. Will it help you eventually? Absolutely. And should I encourage you to get outside of your comfort zone a little bit? Yes. But if it really makes you that uncomfortable, let's pivot and try something else. Let's focus on Instagram. Let's focus on Facebook. Let's you know, focus on networking in person or, you know, getting on like a discord server or making YouTube videos or things like that. There's so many different options out there. Um, it's You got to find what works for you. And sometimes what works for you now will not work for you six months from now. And that's why it sounds like you're all very flexible and adaptable and, you know, are ready to, to change as needed. Well, I my next two questions, I know these weren't on my list, but I, I would love to start off by asking, what is inspiring you these days? Is it a person? Have you read a really good book? Are you listening to an artist? I always love to ask, where are you finding inspiration? I, uh, I find inspiration. Um, it's a mixture of things. I, you know, my fans DM me all the time and 
you know, I think some of the most moving messages I get are, you know, some of my music has helped save the relationships or, you know, have helped me make the decision to actually move forward and get married. Um, Or, you know, maybe they were going through something with their family member. And like, for example, one of my songs, Your Love Is, that's a great example to that song for me is more so longing for the the friendship side of things. Um, but I switched some of the lyrics around. So therefore the listeners hear it from a relationship type of place. Mm-hmm. And one of my fans who lives in Georgia actually DM me and was like, oh my goodness, you know, my girlfriend and I were going to break up, but then I listened to your song and I was able to like fix it. So wow. it's, it's they're like moving to me. I'm like, wow, people yeah. are really listening and it really makes a difference. You know, I'm not just writing for nothing. Yeah. I have to listen to some of my favorite artists as well, whether they, you know, from the 90s or the 80s or from today, whatever. I just think when I look at what they're doing and how they are just so passionate, I stay passionate because I'm like, well, you know, if they can do it, I can do it. And I just like to use, I don't like to be selfish. So I like to use my talents to share with the world. That's the whole reason why I'm doing it. So that's how I help people. And, you know, that's, that's what I like to do. That's amazing. Well, I'm an empath. So my, my goal is always to um, help as, as was stated. And my inspiration just comes from where I feel the world is today. You know, a lot of times the hurt I see, the pain I see, the different things that are going on that I feel like there needs to be an outpouring of songs of love and healing. Um, so like like my last project was called Connections. Um, I'm a cause warrior for mental health. And so it was all about the connections we have with ourselves and others. And as I continue to just see the world around me and hear different people's stories about the things that they go through, you know, it keeps me inspired to make music that people can turn to to find some sort of comfort. Yeah. I would say kind of like what Kay was saying. Um, I think I mentioned earlier, I'm a very big observer. So I just get my inspiration from the world and from things I see, but also from things that I personally experience, like the album I'm working right now. Like that's definitely like a whole like journey that I went through. So the inspiration is just coming from personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but also too, just sometimes when I'm just feeling very uninspired, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Or maybe I just don't think what I'm writing or making is good in a way because you know we're we're always there at some point um i think about my like little kid self like really like starting off on this journey and like thinking of like oh like i'm gonna do this one day and this and this and honestly that's kind of what inspires me sometimes just going back to that childlike view of the world um and that just just gets you motivated like remotivated in a way for Um, sure yeah it's healing, definitely, to think yeah. about the dreams and the goals that your inner child had or your younger self had. And and the fact that you're living that out is is wonderful. Well, my final question before we wrap up for today, what is next for each of you on your music journey for the rest of 2023? Do you have new music coming out, any upcoming shows, cool partnerships? Tell me more. Okay, I'll go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go for it. (laughs) Um, So I I mentioned it already, but I am working on my debut album. Um, 
it was supposed to come out at the end of 2023, but it's looking like it's going to be the beginning of 2024, but yeah. that'll be my debut album. And it's just um, kind of charting my journey of the last year. Um, a lot of things have happened. Um, and just, I kind of put it in, it's going to be in like a chronological order in a way, mm-hmm. um, the whole album from song one to song 12. And I'm Puerto Rican. So I'm going to translate at least three of the songs. We'll see if we get more into um, the Spanish language as well. So that's what I'm currently working on. Amazing. Well, what? I, yeah. oh, go ahead. <laughs> we keep having these questions. <laughs> well, I um, just released my new single, Profit a Man. Um, it's a follow-up song. It's just a buzz single, you know, just to kind of keep things rolling. We're promoting that. I have a couple of performances uh, coming up in a couple of weeks, one um, here in Atlanta, and then I'll be going back home to Chicago. Um, I'm nominated for a few awards out there for my work on my last EP. So I'm there to perform. Um, And I'm working on my third studio album right now. So I'm, I'm recording a lot of music as well. That's amazing. That is amazing. Congrats. Thank you. Um, for me, I am in the studio finishing my album. Um, and I also just wrote something. I can't say what it is just yet, but I'm really excited because this other project that I have written um, is not going to be on this album and it's going to be completely different. And I feel that it is something the world really needs right now. So it's, yeah, it's it's very, very different. So I'm excited for that. Um, but I'm just between the two. I'm just really excited to finish my album. I just have a couple more songs to uh, record. Everything else is done. Like I've written it, whatever. Um, and then have to do some photo shoots to pick out the album artwork I'm going to do. So and fun. then go from there. And then maybe I'll set up some tours. I don't know. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> That's so awesome. Well, lots of big things happening for each of you. I'm so excited to follow along with your journey and see you continue to grow and shine this year. I do want to say something really quick. Um, Nicole, you said something earlier and um, I thought it was really cool because I haven't met another artist that um, we we share the same genres. I think you said you do um, R&B, rock, and... And uh, pop, yeah, like the mix yeah, of it. and I do that as well. I do R&B, oh, pop, cool. and a little bit of rock. I was like, that's so cool. Yeah, was, when you were talking, yeah. I was thinking, what kind of genre does he do? do? Yeah. Because just what you were saying sounded like similar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. Well, thank you all so much for your time today. Very inspiring conversation, and I'm excited to keep in touch and see what this year has in store for each of you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for thank having you. us. Thank you.